0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Allianz Travel Insurance. You've got big plans ahead. Protect your adventures for the next 365 days with an all-trips annual travel insurance plan. Learn more and get a quote at AllianzTravelInsurance.com.
1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has ordered the Israeli military to prepare to evacuate the city of Rafah in southern Gaza, where hundreds of thousands have sought shelter to escape the war. This suggests Netanyahu is planning a ground invasion to dislodge Hamas militants. NPR's Hadil El-Shelchi has more from Tel Aviv. Prime Minister Netanyahu's office said that it was impossible to get rid of Hamas without sending ground troops into Rafah. There are about 1.5 million Palestinians crammed in Rafah at the moment, and aid agencies are warning that the existing humanitarian crisis could get even worse. Netanyahu asked for an evacuation plan for all these civilians, but it's unclear where people would go. And there's been an uptick in strikes on Rafah this past week. We know of at least three, including one that, killed 16 people on Thursday. NPR's Adil El-Shelchi. U.S. officials are cautioning against a ground invasion of Rafa, saying that would worsen the existing humanitarian crisis. Meanwhile, mediators continue to work towards a ceasefire and the release of hostages. Russian drone attacks have killed at least seven people in Ukraine's second-largest city. NPR's Pauline Litavia reports from eastern
0: Ukraine. Russian troops attacked the city of Kharkiv in northeastern Ukraine with Shahed drones on Friday night. One drone hit a gas station, sparking a fire that damaged 14 houses. The head of Kharkiv Regional Military Administration, Oleksiy Hubov, said the attack killed several people, including a family with three children. The youngest child was seven months old. Kharkiv is about 20 miles from the Russian border. Russian forces target it nearly every week. Sometimes it takes only 30-40 seconds for a Russian missile to strike the city. Polina Litvinova, NPR News. Ramatorsk. After weeks of setbacks, a pared-down
1: emergency aid bill for Ukraine and Israel is making some headway in the Senate. After a late-night vote advanced the bill, lawmakers are working this weekend to get it
2: over the finish line. NPR's Amy Held has more on the story. The bill provides $60 billion for Ukraine. Israel would get $14 billion. There's also humanitarian aid for Palestinians in Gaza and funding for allies to counter China. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he's willing to make changes to get it through and vowed to stay in session until that happens. Republicans have long said they would only approve the aid abroad if it's paired with U.S. border security measures. But earlier this week, they rejected a bipartisan bill that did just that. Now, a procedural vote is expected Sunday on the stripped down bill. If approved, it would move on to the House where GOP resistance to funding Ukraine is growing, two years into its fight against the Russian invasion. Amy Held, NPR News. This is NPR News in Washington. Federal investigators
1: are trying to determine why a private jet tried to make an emergency landing on a Florida highway yesterday. It collided with a vehicle and burst into flames. Two people died. Authorities haven't said yet whether they were on the plane or on the ground. Pakistan's government has imposed a ban on people protesting in the country's capital following a controversial countrywide election held earlier this week.
3: Abdul Sata reports from Islamabad. Authorities did not say why they issued the ban. But it came as the party of former Prime Minister Imran Khan called for people to protest against what they say was widespread rigging in Thursday's elections. Khan's party was banned from running and so they fielded independents, who in a surprise upset have emerged as the largest bloc in parliament so far. But they allege there was vote rigging in key constituencies that could have given them a majority. For NPR News, I'm Abdul Sattar. Happy Lunar New Year. It's the first new moon of the lunar calendar
1: and is one of the most important holidays celebrated in Asian communities around the world. Here's how it sounded in Taiwan, where a temple bell is rung 108 times as a symbol of peace and prosperity. This year is the year of the dragon. Taiwan, China, and other places across Asia are seeing highways crowded and flights fully booked as people travel to spend the holiday with families or go on
2: vacation. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch.